When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is brought to you in association with Labbooks. Just click the link on the description to the show, sign up and get a free bet up to £50 when you enter the promo code LAD50. Go on, do it. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time and it's a triumphant Chelsea beating Stop Hammer Time this week. Back with me after a long time away, uh, Jim, you, it's Jim Grant. I'm good, Jim. good evening. I've yep. sort of incorporated introducing you into a description, criticising you. Oh, uh, right, okay. for being yeah. away, I have been away for a long yes. time, completely out of that. touch with the yeah. team and everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't missed, know what's been going on. Yeah, yeah. have been we, away for a long time. Uh, yeah. But Jim... We've got a very special guest this week, someone we we've, we've wanted to get on uh, the podcast yes. for a very long time. Uh, Jim, have, are you familiar with, uh, I mean, you've been away for a long time, are you familiar with <laughs> no, the song that. I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles? Does that uh, ring any bells yeah, for you, Jim? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've yeah, been away yeah, for a very long time, very it's, popular, yeah, it, it's registered West Ham connected yes. song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jim, do you know anyone, do you know anyone that's taken that song remodelled it in a fiery punk mode and got it into the fucking charts, Jim. I do, actually. Do you know anyone like that? Actually, do. you do. know anyone like that, Jim? Actually, anyone I do. That I only know one person Jim? like Jim? that. Who is it? Uh, Who is the it, person? It's Jeff Turner. It's Jeff Turner. Jeff, Jeff Turner. Turner from the Cockney Rejects is here, Jim. And you, you preempted my answer so that my dramatic build-up, you just said it's Jeff Turner. Yeah. And uh, you've spoiled <laughs> Well, everything. you asked me a question. You spoiled everything, Jim. You asked me a question. It's a rhetorical question, Jim. Well, you, you, asked could have me, not, you should have not known the answer. Well, I could and have done. I could have pretended. I could have lied about it. We would have given it a much more dramatic build-up. Honestly, it's my middle name. Now, I know. I just, I'm sorry about that. Uh, Jeff, it's fantastic to uh, have you on the podcast. I want to basically uh, talk quite a bit about the rejects uh, yeah. as well as about West Ham because uh, uh, I find find it all very interesting. Jim and I used to watch a lot of uh, uh, punk bands at the Croydon Greyhound yes. uh, when we were uh, young lads growing up side of the river. I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah. It was for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I bet it was. Uh, but I also used to go and see quite a lot of gigs at the Bridge House. Legendary. town. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where we lost our cherry. I, uh, I think the night I passed my driving test, which was, a, which was only about a week after my 17th birthday, that was the first place I drove to through the Blackwood Tunnel was to the Bridge House. I went to see... What were they called? They were a bit Bauhaus, a bit Gothic, and they were like, they were from that area. They were like a kind of... Tickets or Wasted, wasted youth. youth? Wasted Youth. Wasted yeah. Youth, yeah. Kenny and Andy Scott, two brothers. Right. They was quite out of their time, really, because really in Canning Town and Custom, there wasn't really a music scene, as to say. And th- these that fellas, place, though. Yeah, that place was. Had amazing but bands. That, yeah, amazing bands. But then, like, they was, you know, doing MC5 covers and all the stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. that was quite ahead of their time. They yeah, yeah. Didn't really quite fit in there. I but wonder what happens then. I went to see them. My mate, uh, my mate Malcolm bought their album. Yeah. I remember my mate Malcolm bought their album. Uh, which is a funny thing when you're a kid and you see a band live and when you buy the album it's just too quiet and you know it just yeah, doesn't kind of that's right because they rose from the ashes of a, a band called the tickets did they and the younger brother um andy scott was a really really good drummer and when the reject started we we had a few problems with drummers and andy scott he dropped actually, you yeah, he, yeah, yeah he played on our first album ah, yeah, but then yeah. he wanted to leave to um go back with Wasted Youth and we right, didn't right. take that too no. kind it was a few no, shenanigans no. went on but yeah. then when you uh Terry Murphy, who owned the, the right. place, like, and uh, his sons, like, Glenn Murphy, the actor, and um, oh, there was yeah. Darren Murphy and all that. Right. They was a, they was a very, very tough East End really? family. Like, so there were kind of people you could only cross them so much, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. you turn around and go, well, we'll do it your way, you know? Uh, but that was a great place, though. I saw, that was um, fantastic, yeah. I saw a band that Glenn Matlock from the Pistols had yeah. called The Spectres. Right, I yeah. saw them there. I think it had... 
the guitarist from the, the Tom Robinson band might have split up and I think it had the guitarist from the Tom Robinson band in it yeah because around 78 a lot of the original punk bands had split I remember as a 13, 14 year old Rex Gabies had left the mm-hmm. damned and he had a um, called The uh, White, White Cats The White Cats and I went up to the Bridgehead to see him and there wasn't that many people in there but everyone right, was right. kind of breaking away and then they'd yeah, come back yeah. to reform yeah. and Legend has it is that you two played the first London show at the Bridge House oh, really? and drew about twelve to fifteen people. Right, right. Because I was doing like the <laughs> open anchor from there and all that, and it weren't going well for them. But yeah, Terry Murphy swears by that. Wow. He had bought a book out as well at Bridge House. Oh, book, did he? Terry Murphy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very interesting. So you know, everybody from Stevie Marriott, you know, to Iron Maiden, yeah. Madness, Sham '69. Everybody, it Played was the it. happening rock and roll venue. But it, yeah. it was really funny because it weren't really a music scene round there. It's funny, yeah, it's so funny, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the bridge house was under a flyover. Oh, <laughs> right, yeah, under, under a flyover. A flyover. flyover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's funny. It's a funny place. Great place. I lo- oh, God, I loved it. Um, anyway, so during the course of this podcast, we'll talk about punk rock music. Uh, we'll we'll oh, talk yeah. about um, um, <laughs> Jim. You, I mean, you've been away for such a long time. Are you familiar? Are you familiar with the Dimitri Payet song? Are you? Are you? Yes, are you, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm fully up to speed. Fully with it. up to speed. Yeah, song, I've yet yeah. to sing it at a game. Right, so right, I'm right. I'm going to Watford on right. Saturday, and I am looking forward to singing it there. So we talk about that. Uh, it was sung relentlessly at the Chelsea fixture, which is yes. probably what we should start with. Uh, yes, we we'll should. talk about that. We we'll talk about punk rock. We we'll talk about the Dimitri Payet song. Uh, we we'll talk about some other stuff. We'll have the Croatian top ten for this week, and then we'll look forward to the Watford game, and then we'll get drunk, and then we'll steal a car. Yeah, and we'll drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll drive down to Kent yeah. down to Fashion. or the Bill Bailey tour bus, which I guess has been stolen. stolen. Yes, <laughs> I am. I am, of course, in a band. Yes, with Bill you Bailey, are. Yeah, a yeah. punk covers yeah. band with yeah. Bill Bailey, yeah. and uh, it's yeah, all we, connected we together nicely. Yes, yeah, we did a gig this summer. Yeah, yeah. We should. Uh, we should steal the tour bus off the people that stole the tour yeah, bus. we'll find out where like they are. Like Snatch or one yeah, of those um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Guy Ritchie films and steal yeah. it back. And then we could go on tour in it. Yeah. We, we could also possibly discuss on the podcast, uh, the menu for this podcast is lasting longer than the podcast, isn't yeah, it? Me yeah. saying what we're going to do. It hasn't do. actually started yet, no, has it? The yeah, podcast. We could. We could <laughs> no. just start the podcast or we could just talk about what we're going to do in the I podcast. Just, yeah. Then it'll just feel to everyone like it's happened. Yeah. Um, That's what we normally do, isn't but it? What we might Talk about is uh, is is our, is our big. We do, um, we'll talk about our plan. We'll talk about you, our plan you the, the grand yeah, plan. the grand plan yeah. that we've got. The no, grand well, plan. Yeah, we should do that to get uh, uh, Slavin on a stage playing guitar. That'd be great, you know, because because with Jeff the person who'd be perfect to segue that with absolutely yeah, yeah. yes this is brilliant so the chelsea game let's talk about that yes it was good yes was I, good. I, I had to sort of rely on watching because the, you've been no, away yeah i was away i was traveling back from germany on a coach as the game was going on you don't go anymore do you Jim? you've been away for such a long you don't do this podcast you don't go anymore no, no, you right. support chelsea now <laughs> Completely changed. Yeah, now they're starting to be shit, and I like the underdog. I'm switching allegiance. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I hate these. I hate these mighty kind of these teams that kind of lord it over these fucking West West Ham's who lord it over in the top four all the time. Who do they think they are? Yeah, fuck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It was really Um, good. I went. I went. Yeah. Um, uh, Jeff, did you, uh, did you see it? Did you, um... I see the game, I couldn't go because right. my other band, The Outfit, were playing, making their debut at the 100 Club. 100 Club, yeah. yeah. on Saturday. So we had to be in the doors, like the gear in there for sound checking at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, so cool. I was absolutely mm-hmm. gutted to mm-hmm. have missed it. But then in another, I was fearing the worst anyway because I thought, kept thinking they've got to come back. And Bounce usually, back. sometimes the West Ham way, if you ain't got a striker who scored for three years, yeah, it, yeah. you know he's yeah, going to yeah, score yeah, against yeah, West Ham yeah, or a team who's yeah. so banging trouble. We're used yeah. to digging them out of trouble, you know. And I expected the worst. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I know this is out of order, but I thought I bet they're going to beat us three-one. And as I was going to put in a couple because mm-hmm. he's been having the wrong time. Me boy Jay, he kept on dead two-one, two-one. You should be in the bookie, son. That's what you yeah, should have yeah. been. Yeah. Well, you not, predicted, not it, me, you predicted yeah. it on the podcast, Phil. Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, you're on a little run. I you're am, like in yeah, a winning yeah. streak. If I was, if I was I, I, you know, my prediction, and I only said it as a joke, for the, yeah. I've been talking about this every week, for the Liverpool game was Liverpool nil, West Ham United 3. And I was right. <laughs> I said it as a joke, and I was right. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and then I said 2-1 for the result. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. that's good. I'm like an idiot savant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, Like Jordan or someone like that. I watched the game sort of back now you can get these um, 
online you can get the, uh, the sites that run the whole game just to, and I like right. it's nice to watch back the whole the whole game it's particular, obviously particularly if you've missed it but even actually if you've been at the game sometimes it's nice to have a look at the whole thing again if you've won yeah. um, I, I, if, if we've lost I don't even watch match of the day no I, I just I have the hump with football yeah. I just I, yeah. I don't I, I, no I just shut the door on football for the rest of the weekend if we've lost I, mm-hmm. I have nothing to yeah, do I feel if so we've much. won I want to see the game over and over and over again like that episode of the like lads if I don't know the result I try not to hear it oh, before right. I watch okay. match of the day and right. I don't have Sky so I don't see the kind of I only, so I only see these kind of highlights but like the uh, I played bass at a rock festival when the Arsenal game the first game of the season was on and managed not to hear the score so I'm watching you know watching it on telly and of course you only hear about seven minutes of highlights or something on match today so Zerati scores but I've got no idea yeah. how far into the game this is and I'm sort of going oh gonna, this is only going to make them angry They're yes. gonna... so, yes. and then the second goal goes in and I'm going we're not going to win are we going to win we're not going to win we're going to win at the end shit shit and then the thing goes full time and I'm literally jumping up and down in my living room going we won the first game of the season the amazing thing about at that game we probably said it at the time the amazing thing about being at that game which I was with uh, Phil Nice was that um you never felt you never felt in trouble. It no. was one of those things where you know we went one nil up and we were were playing obviously def- defensively in the second half, but we were timing again. We were looking like hitting on the break, and I, I tend to feel sort of with about yeah, maybe even twenty five minutes to go and said, oh, "We're more likely to score second here," mm. Uh, mm. and uh, they had loads of possession, but. I just you know, um, the mistake they made was to play far too narrow against mm. us, and you were saying like that you know Chelsea, yeah, yeah. Chelsea were, were too narrow, narrow yeah, yeah. and and um, um, it was a good game though. First half, I mean, before Matic got sent off, it was uh, it was great. It was real end to end stuff. It yeah. was. Uh, but what you know, we get, uh, I mean. Let's look at let's look at the papers and all that. We had no credit for that. It's all about that cry baby, that yeah, spoiled yeah. kid all the time about getting sent to the stands and this and that. You know, and we ain't had uh, no one's turned around the fact and said we beat the no. champions and we played well. But then a lot of the time, I don't like us being talked up because that's no, when you no, fall no. flat on yes, your face. Yes, yeah. They can speak right. about him. Yeah. You know, what I mean, showing up and no, I think yeah, that's yeah. right. I think we we're still a little bit under the radar. Mm-hmm. We're still a little, there's still people are still talking up Palace, still talking up Swansea. You know, they're kind of Swansea have become sort of BBC darlings, haven't they? In a way, mm-hmm. and they've got IU, and IU is fabulous. I mean, he is yeah. a fabulous player, um, and I quite like that fact that we've kind of yeah. we're just kind of just creeping yeah, under. We did, but really. then last season, did, and when we went up to Christmas, we were yeah. for me. Yeah, we were great. Yeah, and then yeah, I yeah. remember they interviewed Allardyce, and we had Chelsea away on Boxing Day, and then we mm-hmm. had Arsenal come. And these words, well, I remember it on match of the day being interviewed. He said, it doesn't matter if we lose our next two games. Yeah. We can play catch-up. What kind of attitude, like, message, no, attitude that, yeah. is that? Yeah. We're, we're stem, we're fourth. Yeah. Let's go for it. Yeah, know? yeah. But well, if ever there was a game to go shit or bust, yeah. it, was it was the, the Boxing Day game against Chelsea. It's, it's precisely because it doesn't league. matter because yeah. you've got that cushion. Yeah, you're not worried about relegation yeah, yeah. fucking uh, well go for it and, and, and it so started a spiral was, yeah. of decline because we yeah. we played very well in the next game against Arsenal but we got, were on the wrong yeah. end of it and the right. song goals should have been allowed yeah. but you know it's set in it was, it's like a kind of mindset that that, that, mm. that takes Coaches. hold of players and and we I think we all know looking back now it was obvious that you know Allardyce was dead man walking and, and the players picked up on that mm-hmm. and the rest of the season just fell away I think the thing you feel about the current situation with with Bilic and and Co is it's it's it is a different situation. Mm. Yeah, and I don't want to get get carried away or getting. We're no, all, we're, all, right. we're all trying right. to keep feet on yeah. the ground, but actually, you know, we've beaten these big big clubs in their own gaffs a lot of the time, and we've got a settled we've got a side that clearly is you know knows what it's doing it's a pattern organised yeah. now yeah, yeah. we're starting to look better at home mm-hmm. didn't do that well against at the start oh, against yeah, Norwich no. but, but you know we've you know um, and I think confidence must be just kind of oozing I think there's a good team. spirit in the team I think the new players are uh, who kind of come in and the, the existing players like them and think they're great yes uh, they really are playing for each other you see when they celebrate a goal they, yeah. they, they're all playing for each and other they're really just, enjoying it and there's guys that can't get in the team yeah. that are good but you you've know. got you look at our bench and you look at the players who yeah, are coming yeah. back to fitness and just as the point where you're thinking well the, you know last season we were thinking the squad's a bit thin if we get a few key injuries we're struggling now if you know if we get an injury amongst those three mm. who play behind the front man you've got Enna Valencia 
Iglesia to come in. Yeah, yeah. Well, Pace, you know, and, and Trickery as well. And yeah, you've yeah. got, and well, yeah, he, I mean, I think he's struggling, obviously, to find his feet by the sound mm. of it at the moment. Mm. But yeah, he's potentially <coughs> giving, going to give you a kind of uh, a, a option with Pace and Power. Yeah. Um, and you've got Alex Song to come in in midfield. Yeah, Song, that would be like a new signing. If he can come back in his fit, you know what I mean? You're getting back end and over. Absolutely, yeah. And I think one of the the big things is for me, and I'm going to be biased because he comes from my manor, and I know he's a lovely lad, is Mark Noble being mm. made the captain. Yeah. He's the heartbeat of our team. Absolutely. He's an underrated player. Yeah, yeah. But he loves it there. He's yeah, West Ham yeah. through and through. And I'm proud every time when you see him was, lead uh, the yeah. team out. Well, the old, guard, was, you know, the old guard are covering themselves in distinction. It's well, like... Uh, you know, outstanding. Yeah. outstanding. Uh, the Ginger Pele and Wolverine were yeah. a fantastic <laughs> central <laughs> pairing. You know, it's like people are always a little bit sniffy about Tompkins. I think it's because he sort of looks boyish or something. Why. People are always like, he's like our fourth. You know, for a long time people saw him as our kind of, you know, like, well, before we got Ogbonna, our fourth uh, fourth place yeah, defender. And now we've got Ogbonna, they think he's our fourth yeah. place defender. And you go, yeah. no, 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 this yeah. guy can play Absolutely. a bit. For me, Absolutely. he would be in whatever central and defensive pairing we have. He'd almost were, be number one. Were, so I, I, I wore it on forums, people advocating the sale of Tompkins before, mm-hmm. before the season's on. We have said on this podcast over and over again the value of having four. First team centre backs. Mm. It's an attritional position. That, yeah. People get injuries. They're all going to get. They're all going to get games. They're all going to get games. We're season. only ten games into the season, and all four of them have played yeah. several yeah. times. That, know, so. that, that is the big worry. West Ham. With his say Payet, right? Say he gets injured mm-hmm. and he's out for three months or something. I do think that changes the landscape. I know we've got great yeah. players, uh, yeah. you know, good players to come back in, but he's the one I want to keep fit. You well, know one I mean? thing that was really interesting about the Chelsea game was that um, Zerati, uh, Lanzini, and Payet had a fantastic kind of uh, instinct for sort of swapping roles for yeah. a little spell Zerati would be in the number 10 position yeah. and then another time Lanzi- uh, Lanzini would be there because P- P- uh, looks to- likes to put crosses in he mm. often went out wide he started the game in that playmaker number 10 mm. role but they had a really good understanding of like when to move out someone else come in the middle for a bit it was really good and you sort of sense that that actually if Paye something did happen to Paye yeah. you know um you know, because Zerati did, you know, as, as, as I've said many times against that Palace away last year, yep. Zerati did that number 10 job yep. brilliantly. I mean, and then you know. that's what we couldn't understand in Allardyce because that he didn't sign him. It was mm. Golden Sullivan signing. It dinged him out. Extraordinary. Got, and I, I'm not just... Fat, know, it was, literally I fat, that Palace lazy. Away, lost, yeah. Yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah. good player. Okay, yeah, yeah. But that shows yeah, yeah. the difference, then really, between your Billich and your Allardyce. That know. fucking shot... For the oh, first goal, it, 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 it's technically brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, the body shape he makes, you know that yeah. that's what it's, he's he's keeping it low. It's in step, it's going volley. Yeah, yeah. That, that, you know, time yeah. and again, you see people hit the balls from that position, and it and it's and it skews off yeah. into, yeah. into yeah. Rose. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. it is a brilliant strike. He's got it, a great yeah. shot on him, hasn't he? he has. so, uh, um, the he has. pre-season friendlies <laughs> of last season, he scored a, a really good long ranger. Yeah. You know, and uh, the Arsenal goal, he meant. To put it there, you know, definitely. Check moved the wrong way, <coughs> yeah. and uh, no, you know, and I was there. I mean, I was there at that yeah, end yeah. of the way end, and yeah, there was yeah. more power in that shot than people realised. The one at yeah, Arsenal, yeah, actually, yeah. it wasn't some. It, you know, some people were saying, "Oh, he scuffed it or something yeah, like yeah. that." No, 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 he hit that quite hard. And what a bonus sort of thing to to ever fit Andy Carroll. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, that's his place to so bring him on with thirty mm-hmm. minutes to go. Oh, I'm not so sure about starting him. No. How long will that last? But I think you bring him on as an impact player, twenty five, yeah, yeah. thirty minutes to go. He scares the life out of people. Certain games you start him against Swansea because they yeah, absolutely yeah. terrified of him. He yeah. just yeah, yeah. he, he terrorises their defence yeah. every time yeah, he plays yeah. them. Yeah. Well, but, he, yeah, but I think mm. you're right. He is the ultimate impact. Star, ultimate isn't yeah, impact. and they, yeah. I mean, they literally. It's like a. It's like. A sort of a carpenter picking up the right tool for the next thing he wants to do, because exactly. Carroll came on and we had two or three goes at trying to get a crossover onto yes. his head, and like about the fourth or fifth one, it worked. Yeah, yeah. and we got a goal. And let's you know, not forget he he was he was at the back post to nod the ball back down for the goal at for the, the goal for at the Paris. winning the key goal at Palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah. was the winning goal effectively. Yeah. I know Payet scored another one, yeah. and also he was the one who caused chaos in the box. I think it was it was at Norwich where we got the late equaliser. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So he's really, yeah. you know, he's he's he's. There's five points in the bag on the on the basis of him yeah, coming yeah, on yeah. as a substitute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, a fit Carroll is an asset to any team. Absolutely, yeah. There's no doubt yeah. about it. A fit Carroll, they can just keep him fit. 
and we can do that. It's a big if. But I think we you're right about well. you're right about starting because I think I think that pace is really sort of important to to this kind of counter attacking way we've got of playing. And yeah, like, it's a you know, you way could see yeah. that you could see that. I can see that some people might make the argument that the ball wasn't kind of sticking as well to Sacco when it did come over the top as it might to Andy Carroll. Yeah. But Sacco does a really good job, is a good player. I think and he's an unsung really hero yeah. because yeah. his work rate, his running mm. off the ball mm. is absolutely fantastic and actually really vital to the way mm. we're playing at the moment. Yeah. Because he creates space for Lanzini and Payet and Co. Yeah, yeah. to get on the ball. And it is just a joy to have with Zarate as well and Moses when he plays you have yeah, these Moses players who are technically yeah. skilled yeah, who yeah. will take the ball and beat a man yeah. take a man on and beat them who've got you know uh, I mean that moment towards it when Payet takes the ball on his chest flicks it over the defender mm-hmm. oh, traps it on his thigh yeah. and puts it across. I mean that yeah, is yeah. just we've we haven't seen anything like that out. since Decanio well, that's, that's what I said to Monta, I said we've been crying out replying I said that exact words we haven't seen it since Decanio yeah, for the first goal, yeah. Lanzini's run. He's lucky. Because He's because what would ha- what would happen with like Modi Army was he would go on a brilliant run, yeah. but it would just end with that two blokes, you yeah, know. Yeah. Sort of, he'd end up in a sandwich between two yeah, and sort of the um, Lanzini goes on this sort of breaks two or three tackles, and you're going, hang on, hang on, go on, son, yeah. and he lays it off to Lanzini, uh, lays it off to Paye, and yeah. then Paye gets fouled, and that's yeah. the free yeah. kick yes. that yeah. leads to the corner, yeah. that leads to the goal. Yes. Um, when we first signed Lanzini, when he first came here, my son, he's, he, he got a, a load of clips on YouTube. Nobody had heard of him. Yeah, and he looked at him now. UAE, didn't he? Yeah, now I know he was playing in differently, but he just thought he might have a little bit gazerish in his pump yeah, and all yeah, that. And he's just yeah. thinking, I hope. Was it? I said, we're in the Premier League. He won't have a chance. It like you know what I mean. He's doing it against donkeys, but good luck to the yeah, lad. Yeah. He's been fantastic. Oh, he's really good. Been been absolutely. I mean, brilliant. the goal against uh, Liverpool, where he shoulders lovering off the ball, and yeah. he's five foot six, Lanzini. Yeah. He shoulders massive central defender off the goal, yeah. and then shoulders the linesman over, yes. <laughs> and then comes back on the pitch <laughs> and continues his run. And you go, you know, he's um, a little tiddler, but he's he's no, quite he's strong. Got a fantastic attitude. Strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got fantastic, fantastic balance rate. as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing or, right. you know whatever's going on with the coaching and whatever is that the work rate is there isn't it these yeah. these are players who could be any words kind of luxury players in a mediocre team but yeah. actually they're buying into a kind of a whole team work ethic yeah because we looked i thought um it's it's difficult watching it on the on a, on a screen and not being at the game but we looked really well organized uh, on Saturday, I yeah, felt, I yeah, felt yeah. you know. Whereas, actually, you know, the first few games at home, there were it was defensively, it was a bit of a shambles at times, wasn't it? Against yeah. Bournemouth, yeah, for yeah, example, yeah. Bournemouth Leicester um, was, yeah. and it looks like we're beginning to kind of settle in and get get properly organised. I think Jenkinson has been playing well recently. Mm-hmm. Cresswell yeah. had one of his better games on. Uh, on Saturday, I thought you know he got, yeah the two home um, the two defeats but there was nothing against that, and I think where we've struggled is when teams play with genuine wide men up against our up against our fullbacks, mm. and I think as the season goes on, people are going to work this out, play mm. with width mm. against us, and obviously double triple team you know, Mark uh, Pyatt you know yeah, yeah. they will have plans for dealing yeah. with Pyatt so it's going to get harder you've got to accept it's oh, going to get harder it, w- it will get harder but um, I'm just hoping scooping <clears throat> up Billich, uh, he might be, he's a canny man. I just hope he might have something, in, he's expecting yeah. that. Yeah. And he might be able to counteract that. Have yeah. something mm. up his sleeve. Well, we've got some power in the team. We've got come, some yeah. size and power. I mean, another you know, player we've not even mentioned who's been, I think, brilliant this season is Kiate. Yeah, yeah. I yeah mean, absolutely. He's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. His, um, you know, there's a band that his performances fit inside of, but the worst game in that band is still a fairly good game. Yeah, absolutely. He's so consistent. It's like... Yeah. Coyote having a bad game is not all that different from him having a fantastic game. He's really, he, you know, at the very worst, if he's having a nightmare, he'll be breaking play up and, and closing yeah, people down. You know, absolutely. that's I, him having a bad game. I think you know. he's one of a list of players we have now who oppositions think, shit, yeah, I don't yeah. want to play against him. Mm-hmm. And he's there. He's an absolute yeah. monster of a midfielder, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, kind yeah. of pace, power. I don't think anybody's looking 
looking forward to playing against Payet or Lanzini no, no, right now. No. And okay. nobody's looking, no central defender wants Carroll coming on for the last half no, hour no, when no. their legs are a bit no, heavy. No, that's true. Because that, you know. The only thing is that you do worry about, I know, it's just West Ham tradition through the years when you get a Kiyarty, you get a Lanzini, and you think, you know, and they're at a good age, not so much Payet because he's 28, 29, and you think if we have a successful season, are the other like big clubs going to? Yeah, yeah. And you think that's your only fear, isn't it? You well, get something yeah. good going, and you think they're going to be round them. You know, but they've I mean? resisted that so far, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, <coughs> clearly, you know, uh, they, they tied Reed down to a long contract. Well, they were obviously kind. Of, there must have been offers coming in. Well, yeah. they've done well to keep Reed. Yeah. I yeah. think so. I'm very well yeah. to keep Reed. Yeah. He's fantastic. I thought he was a goner, or, like, yeah, yeah. or a goner. Um, yeah. Well, they could do with him. They could. I think any team do with him. He's a good player. True. So the um, so the Pie song, yeah, the Pie song, yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's uh, yeah, achy, no, breaky yeah. heart. So the achy tune of achy, breaky heart is very strange. Very. Yeah. Uh, have there been? Is there a precedent for that? Do I don't know. Achy, breaky heart. Um, maybe there is. Um, What's the? What, what would I be didn't the really least? know that. I don't really know that song. Is it a sort of country and western yeah, yeah, classic? Yeah, yeah, Billy Ray Cyrus. No, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. 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 See, I'm not really yeah, up with yeah. this. So for me, the the sort of the sort of second line of it. Third line, you, yeah, uh, yeah. Or third line, ju- you, I just don't think just you understand. Doesn't, doesn't yeah, that's any, the thing. Makes no sense in context, song. does it? Yeah, what yeah. is it that I don't understand? I, 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 you know, actually, yeah. I do understand. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think perhaps it's saying you don't understand the implications of ah, us having Dimitri ah, okay, Payet, that okay. he's much better than okay. you think he might be. Yeah, yeah. What's the most unlikely song you could uh, make a football chant out of? Marla's Sixth Symphony. Marla's Sixth Symphony. <laughs> Give us an example, Jim. Of how <laughs> I, that might work. I don't know how it goes. I've just said that off the top of my head. <laughs> You pulled at- my bluff there. I thought Atmosphere by Joy Division. <laughs> <That'd be very laughs> James Tomkins. <laughs> Don't walk away. Uh, James Tomkins. I'd <laughs> be quite... Yeah. That would be... That would be quite yeah. good to sing if someone was thinking of signing. Uh, actually, also for James Con- Tomkins, Cop Killer by Ice-T would, uh, <laughs> would fit uh, James Tomkins as well. Oh, yeah. Because well, yeah, he had a punch, bit, yeah. a punch up with a copper, didn't he? That's right, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. a naughty boy on a night out in... <laughs> Which again makes you like him. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like Tom Kerr. I, 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 you know, he was really great on. Uh, he was great on Saturday. Didn't put a foot wrong. Yeah. Collins was great as well. Collins, yeah. you know, well, what did makes me love. He was being linked with. Oh, his name, Big Ed Allardyce. Uh, uh, Sunderland. Sunderland, yeah, yeah. Oh, shut up. Yeah. 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 That's a that's kind incredible. of press story. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's just that, lazy I mean, we'll journalism, isn't it? Yeah, Jim, yeah. As, a, as an English teacher, um, have you yes. read uh, Sam Allardyce's book? No. No, no. Right. I don't really intend to read it. Somebody on the Facebook group suggested just reading the Amazon reviews of it, which <laughs> yeah, are apparently yeah. very, very funny. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really because yeah. I, I, t- I think it's laughable because he's showing that he's bothered about it. Yeah, yeah. And he won't let it go, you know what I mean? It's ignoring. Yeah, that's it. He's still gutted. He can't get over it. I mean, I was saying on the podcast last week that, that it's like he's kind of thought, well, one thing these autobiogra- autobiographies do is dish a bit of dirt, you know, so I'm going to sort of do that. And the serialisation's got the kind of the more controversial bits in it. But what he's failed to realise is you can't dish the dirt against the only potential people that might buy your book, you know. <laughs> Alex Ferguson, Manchester United are a massive global brand. People in Kuala Lumpur are walking around with Manchester United shirts. They're going to buy that book. The biggest club, you know, it's a toss-up between Newcastle and West Ham is the biggest club that Sam Allardyce yeah. has, has yeah. managed. Newcastle only managed them for eight months, and I don't think their fans particularly like him. And he's yeah. slagged off the players of yeah. the only other potential audience for this book. Yeah, yeah. I think they should... Uh, you know, there's there's hardback and there's Kindle. They should produce a version that's on one continuous strip with perforations in it on a cardboard roll, and then sell it in the West Ham shop as a, as a kind of absorbent, yeah. as an absorbent <laughs> Christmas gift. That's the only way they'll Put sell copies. Put it in your toilet. Of it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, the only range. way they'll sell yeah. copies of it because he's slagged off the yeah. only people that are likely to buy this book. Oh, he's an ex-Millwall captain as well, so they might like it. Yes, yeah, so that's, so that's right. ten yeah, copies might, sold, yeah, isn't it? Like, <laughs> 
actually that's a great marketing idea to football fans, isn't it? Novelty toilet papers with 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 Mourinho's face on them, yeah, or uh, yeah. just yeah. kind of you know, yeah, you know, just 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 images would be would yeah. be good enough. I'm just giving that? this idea that's to the world through the yeah. form of this we podcast. Should do that. I'm full of ideas like brilliant. this, full of brilliant that's marketing. Brilliant. Ideas. There can't be yeah. much of a big yeah. Sam's playing career. Though. Yeah. Was he a donkey or what? Like, yeah, like yeah. Bob Carroll Jr. Played quite he? a few teams. He played America, didn't he? Played. I, that's I, that must he, have been a good side. Yeah. That's where he claimed to have uh, learnt many of his coaching techniques. Uh, is in America, basically gum chewing. Well, when he come to West Ham, he kept banging on about his sports science mm-hmm. and all that. We had everybody uninjured. Yeah, it was all like in all the hospital the room. Exactly. Yeah, so, so much for his sports science. Don't get it. Maybe that's the sports science that he meant. It's he like meant, he got yeah. a really yeah. good uh, yeah. sort of injury list. Injury yeah. list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Back to the Paillet song. What I like about it is that it's a, it's a, yes. it's in a kind of it's it's in that tradition of quite long, complicated songs that yes. I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the Ludet McClosco song because it's got it's, it's like a song that's got a plot and a yeah. story. It's also got that change of tempo as well that a lot of good songs have. Yeah. So is, is that, of... ain't the song that they sing where he says he comes from near Moscow. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, he's thousand miles away from Moscow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually nearer London than it is Moscow. Yeah, that is like that. That's the traditional West Ham disdain for geography. Yeah, when yeah, yeah. When I they say to Newcastle, you're just a shit team from Scotland. Yeah, and I thought, yeah, yeah. yeah, what's that all about? I said he comes from near Moscow. Yeah. Like, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I like the I like the call and response uh, everywhere we go song. Yes. Oh, we've always we go, liked that. People that goes know. way back. Yeah, it? yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. another reason I like that is that it's got. Um, you're invited to Upton Park to have a row. To have a row, and I like yeah, I like the row, fact yeah. that um, it's a bit like the thing that that we do of like pretending not to understand the geography of like cities and towns in the rest of the country. It's the it's that sort of use of deliberately old fashioned words. Yes, it's like yes. if we're slaughtering a team, they go, "Let's all have a disco." Yeah. <laughs> I just think <laughs> such a, a funny. Disco. It's such a funny thing to say. <laughs> and like you're invited to Upton Park um, to have a row. Am I imagining really... this or has the team that is invited or the supporters that are invited to come and have the row yeah. has that changed over the years because it's Millwall definitely in these days isn't it in the song but I think in the 80s when I used to sort of first hear it um Maybe uh, yeah, early eighties. Um, it was um, Tottenham that right. used to be invited for the round. I think. Well, Tottenham. Oh. And did it finish with "We hate Tottenham"? We, we hate Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah, we are the Tottenham yeah, haters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did used to finish with that. Maybe a spell in the same division yeah. as Millwall sort okay. of planted them as as bigger. Sort I say bring that back. Bring yeah. bring bring the, bring the Tottenham song. Yeah, bring it back. It's more relevant. Oh, the Millwall one was was always Chim Chimney, wasn't it? We yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, then yeah, we sang it back. We are. Yeah, 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 and and. Yeah, that was good. The old songs, like, you know, the 70s and all that. There was yeah. We yeah. Had Nottingham Forest, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah, they were the good old ones, but things have evolved now, aren't they? Like, yeah. I like a good long song, though. Like, I like yes. the Christian Daly ones, good. Yes. Yes. That's, that's based Christian on something else. Christian Daly. Oh, bad was he? I forgot yeah. him. I've got but curly that's hair. Not I want curly hair, That too. was first sung for Jermaine Defoe, though. Really? Yeah, we love Jermaine Defoe, despite his lack of height. Right, He right. always sticks it away. Yeah. Right, right, right. We love Jermaine Defoe, and if it's quite all right, we love Jermaine Defoe. Despite his lack of height, we love Jermaine yeah, Defoe. Yeah, that's good. He always sticks it away. I don't remember that. Away. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you must remember that. It must be that couple of years I spent deaf. <laughs> I did it for Lent. It was an I did it, career I did it for Lent just to see <laughs> if I got on with it. And then I liked it. Yeah, so yeah. I spent two okay. years deaf. Okay. Yeah. So thinking of songs that would be very difficult to have as a football chart would be the Major General's song from Gilbert and Sullivan's <laughs> The Pirates of Penzance, which is, if you don't know, is the song that Tom... He is the Le- very model of a modern, modern Major General. Is it for Major yeah, Vegetable yeah. Adam? Which is also <laughs> the song that Tom Lehrer does the entire... Uh, periodic table. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's very funny. Hydrogen and nitrogen um, and potassium. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Sort of I suspect yeah. Rob yeah, Chapman yeah. probably has already done. Probably, probably done the West Ham score. He did something at the live. He might have done it. That might have been that. Actually, that was, he, he changed the it. lyrics to. Yeah. 
something yeah. to yeah. be about West. Every, that might every have been it. West Ham know, player sure. or something. We're coming yeah. out with some real time West Ham worst players here, aren't we? It's great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you've done a worst eleven, I'll tell you there'd be a lot. Oh, of well, actually, there was a thing on Facebook. Funny, you mention that, Jeff. There was a thing on Facebook this week about, in fact, Brian Williams, who we had on the podcast, he put it up, and the things that people came back with. Extraordinary, isn't it? Some guy came up with a list, and you know, a couple of them went, "Yeah, they were bad players." But he went, "Danny, no, David Burrows." Mike Bowen. Marsh no. You go All three of those Were like good Those were good yes. They were well, good One half Bugsy Marsh Bugsy We used to call yeah, Mike Marsh and Yeah yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike, yeah. Mike, Mike Marsh scored In a in a 4-1 win At Tottenham For God's well, sake Well Mike Marsh Was the fellow When he come from Liverpool West Ham And he didn't want To be at West Ham Because he said He was homesick and they sold him to Galatasaray. <laughs> he did go to Galatasaray, yeah. didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. Homesick, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I'll go yeah, and figure yeah. that one out. Well, but, there's a lot of that, wasn't there? Unsworth's yeah. wife was homesick, wasn't he? Yeah, but that happened. No. Yeah. Didn't Unsworth get a move turned over? Because, because of his yeah, he was going to go to Villa. Yeah, she yeah. was going to go to But Villa. in fact, he went yeah. back to Everton, yeah. and that's where yeah. we got him from in yeah. the first place. Yeah. Didn't he yeah. return to Everton? Yeah. He was a good player. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a good player. Sebastian Abu? Someone said Abu oh, on that list. No. Yeah. Like he oh, was good. He was good. Abu was good. Do you remember Billy Lansdowne? No. Yes. Yumez Orhan? Oh yeah, Go yeah. They plucked no. him from a kebab shop down Green Street. Yeah, and he was <laughs> like, he was useless. Billy Lansdowne, his old right. man was. Yeah, I remember him even signing players like Derek Owls, people like Derek Adrian Howes, Whitbread. Yes. Adrian Ruff. Whitbread, Adrian I remember him. Yeah, Gary Strodder. Gary Strodder. Yeah. yeah, absolute Kovac. He, he's got to be in one. He was absolutely useless. He was very poor. A screamer at Everton. Yeah, you, I think anyone who scores a thirty-five-yard screamer in a away game can't can't really no. be in your t- really worst. I wonder what Kovac is doing now because he must still be playing, presumably. Yeah, I guess probably uh, in the. Yeah, I don't know. We miss like him because Phil used to do very good something. emails yeah, from uh, Kovac yes, yes. to his mum. Yes, I used to read emails <laughs> yeah, from Kovac. Yeah. Oh, talking of uh, things like that, uh, we haven't done the Croatian oh, yeah, top we ten do this that. week. Oh, let's, as you know, because. Uh, because of our um, because of our, our manager's uh, musical heritage, which we'll come on t- into uh, come on in come in, in, onto, onto into into onto in a minute. minute. Uh, we've been following the Croatian pop charts, and because uh, we haven't done it, avidly, for, we haven't, I would we, say. avidly um, uh, it changes more or less every week. Um, so the Croatian top ten this week, I've discovered, is um, here we go. <clears throat> and number ten, it's Indoor Horse with "He Is Dead Now, You Are Mine." <laughs> At number nine, Explain These Stains by Funky Uncle. <laughs> number eight, it's I Miss Him Too by Guilty Suitcase. And number seven, it's Explode Your Jeans by Illegal Kisser. Number six, I Have Cider by Handsome Carl. <laughs> and, uh, number five, it's Portaloo Love by Broadminded Girls. Number four, it's Pasting Table with Puppies Are Floating. Number three, it's Hot Bachelors with Does This Hurt? Number two, That Costs More by Hateful Cake. And at number one, it's Clocks by Coldplay. Oh, right. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, a, there's a lot of movement in the charts. I didn't know they had cider in I've the, not heard of the number one before. All the rest no, no, are, yeah. Yeah. All the rest yeah. are great yeah. numbers. Great number one. So, Jeff, yeah. you and your brother yeah. started the Cockney Rejects in uh, 1978. It was 79, actually. 79? He, put, he told someone it was 78 when he had too many to drink, but it was right. 79, yeah. 1979, it's started and so how did you uh, how did you come to start a band with your brother what was it what was your well, were you going to watch bands because obviously you, you're kind of that puts you in the kind of like the second wave of punk bands with kind of sham 69 and yes. the exploited and uk yeah. subs and bands like that did you did you go and see like those uh, those early sort of things like because the, the pistols were probably playing from seven, late very late 75. 75 yeah yeah did you were you into that kind of scene at that oh, time i was into that scene me and, I mean, we come from customers, we mole from the ground. Uh, we, we was amateur boxers, we successful amateur boxers. I boxed for West Ham, but, you know, boxed for England schoolboys, like one Essex schoolboy titles and that. Julian Dix used to box for West Ham, but yeah. just during the games. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. But um, <coughs> I was always interested in music, older brothers, you know, bringing home like Zeppelin LPs and yeah. this and that. But when I was about 11 or 12, I heard the Pistols for the first time. I thought, yeah, this is it. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's great. And I did actually 
used to go with me all the brother any time in London around that period maybe any night in the week you'd always go and see a punk band whether it was a Vortex and your older brother is that Mick that's Mick yeah yeah. and we used to go yeah I'd never see the Pistols but it's just that I'd seen the Damned I'd seen the Clash Generation X the Ramones you know everyone Susie and the Banshees all all that stuff but I always wanted to be in a band and I think the early wave of the punk thing, it enabled people where we come from to be able to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So you couldn't really play. We couldn't no, no. at the beginning and, you know, thieved a few things, you know what I mean? Like yeah, guitars yeah. and that, what we, you know, record shops, back at the back of the bridge house and that. Got things together and uh, really, really wanted to be in a band. And it was like 79, obviously after the pistols had gone and that stuff. And we formed a band called The Shitters, where he tried to play guitar and I just yelped. And then we, we kind of got them that. We got a little unit going. And we played a couple of gigs. Gary Bushell, we blagged into sounds to see Gary. Yes. It was very influential writer at the time. Yes, he we was, should yeah. got this band, the Cockney Rejects. He said, have you got anything in play? So we didn't have anything, but he liked the name. Yeah. So he went away, wrote some stuff for we know. We hadn't <clears> even played a gig. Jimmy Percy from Sham 69 was looking for new acts. And... Um, to come on tour with them well to record stuff the next thing and there was three of us we didn't have a drummer and we'd never played a gig all I'd ever done is like been in the bedroom little play and record like press that and record your tunes yeah yeah we got invited up to Polydor, big fuck up, like 24 yeah, yeah. track studio. Going, we had three or four songs to demo. We blagged the uh, the producer, uh, Peter Wilson, to play drums. I think he ended up producing the jam, like sound right. effects and stuff like that. Knocked out these four songs demo, and I thought, I had the same bed. So we run it up to um, Small Wonder Records, which was yes, independent. I Small yeah, in yeah. Oak Street, Walthamstow. Like, got the bus up there, because I was still at school. I was only 14 when <laughs> yeah, the band started. Yeah, it was famously yeah. young, wasn't it? Yeah. The singer of Eater was really young, wasn't he? I think he was the drummer. Right, He was right. really oh, young. That's yeah, really young. But I sort of remember yeah. that about the rejects. Was that, yeah, uh, and it was really yeah, young. So yeah. oh, got the 262 bus up the night small one. I give this geezer Pete's, then it? Uh, t- he said, I'll get loads of these night cassettes. I said, well, listen to this one. I said, it's different. Got back to me old woman's, like, took a couple of hours on the bus to get back out, whatever. It'd been on the trumpet, like, it'd been on the blow at my mum's house, and he said, I'm really interested, want to get the lads in the studio. Amazing. So we got up to the studio, recorded their first thing, uh, police car, flares and slippers, on this alternative label, and it sold by the bucket load. Amazing. And then things started getting together. Well, the, the album's on EMI, isn't it? And the singles are on EMI. Yeah, but yeah, we, yeah. we, March, April, May, June, July, August, September... We've been together six, seven months. We'd only ever played three gigs. And we got signed to EMI on a massive... Less gigs than Pistols played, you know? And then uh, went to them and, like, the rest is history. It just just ripped the granny out of us. But it was was fun while it lasted at that point, you know? I've got the greatest Cockney rip-off. Yeah, that's... I've got that. (laughs) I've got that. And, uh, of course, you charted with Bubbles as well. Um, yeah. Those two, those two charted, uh, didn't they? they? they were st- were they, they from s- that first album? Uh, no, they wasn't on the first album, right. Great Sits, Volume 1. We'd had top 75 singles, but not a break ruin yeah. the top 30, like Top of the Pops. Rip-off done it, Russ. Yeah, yeah. And then around that time when it done, obviously, we got into the semi-final... And we'd recorded Bubbles because we thought... There was a little bit of, like, nip and tuck because they were talking about Iron Maiden. Like, oh, doing yeah, it. yeah. Like, yeah. with, like, Al Bottle down his stride singing Bubbles. Mm, that ain't into mm. me with his spandex. And no. we were real West Ham supporters, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and we went home, we were away, we was involved in a, a lot of things over there. Oh, I've been over there since six, seven years old. All our entourage was all West Ham. So it seemed the right thing to do. And we recorded the single... And everything depended on getting to the final. So, the replay at Ellen Road, yeah, when right. Frank fell over. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I had a double, yeah. oops, you know, Colts bang, were in the final. Yeah, like, yeah. And that Amazing. meant that the single was going to come out. But it, it also had its downside around that time with a lot of things going on, you know what I mean? Going on top of the pops, like with West Ham shirts on and all that. 
it was the art of Spilknet when you went to places playing Manchester, playing yeah, Birmingham, yeah. Yeah, yeah. playing in different yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. always a little mob who wanted to take you on, like. Yeah. But yes. we took them on. Yeah. Right, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's where the boxing uh, training would have come in. Well, come yeah, in it was just yeah. the way it was, you yeah, know. Yeah. But, but now it, it, everything, you know, you're playing around the world, playing yeah, Argentina, yeah. You, you name it, all over the place. They're all under one roof, and they can't wait for you to sing bubbles. Yeah, yeah. And that's great, and that's what I love yeah, about yeah. it. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, pe- Fantastic. Yeah. Well, we were talking about, because uh, this was Sam Delaney's uh, idea, yeah. is we was trying to try do a Rejects gig and yeah. uh, get Slavin on yeah. uh, to play guitar. And uh, we should have a little uh, investigate as to how to make that happen. Anyone right. listening who's got any ideas? I mean, yeah. we probably might have to be a while, you know, it's not like we could sort of put it on next week or anything. No. But, uh, but, you know, like a sort of a couple of months advance. Did we mention that on the podcast? Or was that one of the things we had a conversation about? In, in the, the pub, pub that we forgot to say out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite possible. But it's yeah. a brilliant idea. A lot of I mean, a great fundraising idea, yeah. isn't it? Really? Well, we yeah. could fundraise if we could set it up as a charity gig. I mean, yes. it doesn't have to be. Talk to Bobby Moore about venues, it. You know, like yeah. Email the Bobby Moore or something. Yeah, you yeah. should get onto that. Well, get Definitely. onto that. Let's get onto that. Did you yeah, see that like... weird thing of someone pouring paint on the, um, the, 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 the not on the statue itself, but on the plinth? On the plinth. Did I really? The World Cup statue. Yeah, blue paint. So everyone is kind of. It's quite light blue paint, though. It's mm. more like Coventry City paint than Chelsea paint, to be honest. <coughs> but um, I am going to go up there assumption. and I'm going to fight Coventry City's fan <laughs> no, just I'm, based no, on no. that theory, Jim. <laughs> yeah. You know how quickly I just I just jump I just jump oh, straight in with right. both feet. Yeah. I'm going to go and I kill Coventry City. some Coventry City. I just City thought I'd chuck that in there. Um, but uh, you know, apparently, so people have assumed it was Chelsea fans. In which case, they did a massively incompetent job of defacing. Well, yeah. Um, um, so as somebody, I, I think that. rightly pointed on one of the forums or whatever it does look like like a little kind of puddle of, of kind of blue <laughs> stuff yeah. underneath the triumphant yeah. so, yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. actually kind of backfired yes. as an image really yeah. well yeah. what's funny that is because the rumour was there I think it was in one newspapers when we played that infamous league cup game against Millwall Mm. Going back about four or five oh, years yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. Yes, a South yes. London scrap dealer, I'd have for so many thousands for anyone who could bring him near to Bobby Moore, like and get it uh, off from that right. thing. Right, yeah, right, off get it off statue. from the statue. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like that episode Nunchucks. of The Simpsons where they cut off yeah. the head of a statue in the square. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's very. <laughs> That's quite funny from a scrap deal. <laughs> bring me the head of Bobby bring Moore. me the bronze head of Bobby, Bobby Moore. Moore. Is uh, yeah, yeah. Jim, so, you look so like you can read something. Well, I think I probably ought to read this before it, yeah. before it all falls apart. You should probably do that. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, this yeah. is the thing I have to read. Uh, it's that Jim, the give, it, that give it a more positive build-up than that. Could you? Okay, possibly? this is the thing I've been really Drum looking roll. forward to reading. There you are. That's, that's better, Jim. You've been away for like yeah. you know about no, six I'm months. Now I'm, I'm, you know, yeah. We have signed up with Ladbrokes to bring you some exclusive betting odds and offers that we have wrangled out of them for you. Follow the links on the description to this podcast or on our Facebook page and Twitter feed. For starters, there is a free bet of up to £50 for you when you click on the link on the description to this podcast and enter the promo code LAD50. That's LAD50. Download our free and brand new Android phone app and updated iPhone app. Follow the links at westhampodcast.com. Please leave us a review too. You can get all our links for our apps, Facebook, Twitter and iTunes at westhampodcast.com. Beautifully read, Jim. Thank you. Mm. Are you doing the audiobook of Sam Allardyce's... Uh, uh, no, book? I can't do the voice. Oh, no, maybe I can do the voice. Maybe I'm suddenly have discovered the voice after all these Shut years. up and listen to me. <laughs> no, I'm a- Sam Allardyce. <laughs> this is my autobiography. In a way, in a way, it's limiting for me having to write this autobiography. I could easily write Alex Ferguson's autobiography, or, or uh, Pep Guardiola's autobiography, or Stephen Hawking's autobiography. I could, I am capable with the talents that I have of writing all those autobiographies. You shouldn't even be reading this autobiography by me because it's below the standard at which I perform when I write autobiographies. <laughs> I've heard Kevin Nolan's doing the audio book. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> why? Why? Who's why this? Why? Who's this coming through the door? <laughs> hey, it's me, Kevin Nolan. <laughs> hey, ah, soft lad. 
Shall we talk about Watford? Let's is talk that, about is Watford. That the next thing to talk about. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm um, going. So you know, we've won seven games on the spin. Um, you know, there, there's there's a little bit. Of, well, we've not well, lost. Beaten, we haven't oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, we haven't been beaten. We're unbeaten yeah. in seven. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, that's going to come to an end at some point. Uh, I wonder whether you know it, Watford's going to be it. Obviously, we don't seem to have any problems against the giants of the uh, division yeah. at the moment. So it's you know quite fitting I mean in a way our two um, our two worst performances have been uh, against teams that are now actually struggling in the division a bit um, yes I mean well that, Leicester that, not Leicester, Leicester but Bournemouth yeah, Bournemouth no, yeah. and Norwich but, but, were bad to be honest yeah. we didn't play that well against Norwich and, no. we, and we had a nightmare first half against uh, Sunderland, Sunderland. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah. on both those occasions yeah. it looked as though that run was going to come to an end so um, you know what we have got is goals goals from all over the yes. shop haven't we I mean two a game yeah. we're averaging yeah. And that is, I mean, you that's, know, that's unheard of for Watford. Yeah, it is unheard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. Yeah. I mean, you know, for years and years and years we've been saying, is this the season when we're going to finish the Premier League with a positive goal difference? Because that's never happened. Even under those good days, under, yeah. even when we came fifth under Redknapp, yeah. we still finished fifth with a yeah. negative goal difference. Um, so, I mean, that, you know, that confidence that comes from yeah. the fact knowing you can yeah. you can score goals from all over the place and you've got different ways of scoring goals as well from set pieces but also from open mm. play and you've got you know people like Carol and Valencia to come mm. on late on late on the game however that 2-0 result at Stoke that's that is a good result I mean they are a decent team what yeah they've only yeah. lost the three games this season um, one of those was to Arsenal um, and apparently they played well against Arsenal they're, 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 so the they're game, a decent yeah. team kind of game really I like you know negativity I'll be happy with a draw yeah, it yeah, carries yeah, on yeah, that yeah. run. That's one of it, you yeah. know, because yeah. then you look at another thing, would you've expected to win at Palace away, Uber flying and all that sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. all evens out. So we can stay unbeaten. Yeah. Yeah. We're drawing a few I games, think if it's know? an I think if they, they played with two up front, then they with Dini mm-hmm. and the and the uh, yeah. what's his name, if if something. Um yeah, who's doing know. rather well for them. Um uh, so the one sense is they're gonna be quite open and attacking, and if mm. they are, if it's an open game, I think that might Suit us a bit. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it suits us. I'm glad that they won at Stoke because it would have been if they hadn't got that result, as I say, that West Ham way and West Finney, they haven't won for a couple of games. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Be under pressure. They need so, to play us. Yeah, they yeah, need yeah. to play us. So yeah. you know, predictions. Uh, I I'm going to go safe with a with a one all. I think it might be a one all. Jeff, what do yeah, you reckon? I'm going to say. I'm gonna go, I think there'll be goals in it. I'm gonna go three two West Ham. Three two West Ham. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. Well, I hope so. I think it'll be a ding dong. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 So now let's see. A lot of pressure on. I've been right about more or less every uh, every prediction I've made. <laughs> what am I gonna go for? Watford nil. West Ham eleven. <laughs> I was going to say six or yeah. something. I think yeah. we should bring Jay in for a prediction. Jay, yeah, Jay, 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 Jeff, Jeff Sun is here. Big West Ham fan. Jeff Sun, Jay is here. Big West Ham fan. Quick prediction. Come on, Jay. Two nil West Ham. Microphone. Come on, Jay. Two nil West Ham. Two nil West Ham. Sensible. Actually, probably that's the most sensible prediction of all. Probably, yeah. Almost certainly. Almost certainly. Oh well, it's probably about time to wrap it up. This has been Stop Hammer Type. My name is Phil Wheelands. With me, Jim Grant. Good evening. And very special guest this evening, Jeff Turner. Thanks very much. Phil, well, thanks very thanks, much. Jim. We must do it again. Yeah, and must do it again. Like. And let's uh, let's uh, put this um, let's put this plan into action. I think I think getting Billich on the stage with his Gibson Explorer that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's something we should great, definitely yeah. do. Yeah. You know, and there's yeah. people we can get involved in it. There's uh, there's David Barrett's band, Men with Ven. They they would yeah. be up for doing. You know, be on the bill. Uh, yeah, we could make a good Jupiter's, bill. Yeah, if you get Phil involved, it would be a good bill. Be great fun to do. Good calls and. You know, we're West Ham, aren't we? We're yeah, all in yeah. house, so it'd be great. Get that bloke out, Steve. What's him for my Iron Maiden? He can't play. Not allowed to play. Can't play my bass. My bass. No, I've got yeah. a nice bass. I'll can't play the my triangle bass. Once. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. Yeah. As long as he gets his nineteen eighty sweatbands mm. off, then he'd it, be all right. Harris. Playing the triangle is what you used to call having sex with a girl, isn't it, Jim? <laughs> you used to call that playing the triangle. Didn't you? <laughs> all right. Let's um, <clears throat> let's wrap this up. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's but yeah. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.